Yeah. You know, like you should, you, if you are not expecting pushback and critique and blowback, then like maybe you're not really prepared to like step into, you know, an advocacy role. And like, yeah, like Phil was saying, there's kind of this like shell game of like, oh, well, am I, you know, did I say this as a researcher or did I say this as an advocate? (laughs) Because, you know, like, I think that like different standards should apply to me. Like, and you know, I think that somewhat different standards should apply, but like, yeah, it's, it's pretty clear when you're doing advocacy versus when you're doing, you know, like I was just doing like laboriously and very dryly, like (laughs) trying to break down like, like a methodological critique of, of scientific work or something, but it's all connected. I mean, because it's like, what is going on in the Atlantic piece that that Emily Oster actually wrote, right? Is that especially like this has a lot of context with our discussion from the episode on Thursday, our main feed episode, where we talked about how some patients with solid organ transplants are having a blunted response to the vaccines and are not necessarily developing antibodies at the rate that um, other people are, right? So Emily Oster even acknowledged this in one of the mommy blogger uh, podcast interviews that I listened to her in where she said basically like, yeah, so, you know, I think things can really go back to normal for families. They don't have to be stuck inside because, you know, kids aren't able to be vaccinated yet while the childless families are out picnicking and celebrating Fourth of July, you know, except for those families, you know, that are like immune compromised or whatever. Right. Like she's not only saying in her like three to six foot advocacy work that some people are disposable, namely teachers, and uh, that it doesn't really matter if children are exposed to a virus that we don't really understand for no good reason. She's also saying that like that, uh, you know, families that have sick people in them don't matter as much as families that don't as healthy families. Right. Like this is actually the messaging that she's reproducing. This is what she is for sure advocating for people. And she is telling people to not direct their outrage and their fear and their, you know, desires on the state, because ultimately that's not the state's job. That's your job as an individual to like enforce (laughs) on the people around you. Right. And you better damn well keep yourself healthy because otherwise you're not going to be able to go to that Fourth of July picnic. Well, which is why I think in terms of uh, what you're talking about, but also what Abby is mentioning in terms of advocacy, I think the specific type and uh, like focus and intention of that advocacy is really telling because you can because clearly so much effort has been made on uh, I, I referenced it before but what is it what is it uh, the, I think the Wolensky quote is like you know in the context where you can't open schools with six feet I science evolves, science evolves. Um, as soon as our guidance came out it became very clear that six feet was among the things that was keeping schools closed and in that context, science evolves. Right. I, so I would the, say that's, the, that's like Jurassic Park. Life finds a way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's that's like exactly where I went with it, too. Like, yeah, uh, ma- man creates uh, coronavirus uh, just, uh, restrictions. Uh, like <laughs> coronavirus <laughs> restrictions destroy man. Uh, woman inherits the earth. Um, no, but to hear the full episode, become a patron at patreon.com slash death panel pod. You'll get access to this and the rest of our catalog of patron-only episodes, and be the first to get a new patron episode every Monday when it drops. With love, the Death Panel.